What up, everybody? This is Jay Celine. This is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Giovanni. Hola. Oh, my God. I feel like even though I've never, I haven't been on Runyon Canyon in months, clearly, yes. uh, I'm really tired today. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I, I'm coming. I, I was about to get a cold, and then I started doing all kinds of kind, kind, kinds of Find it. Get it together. <laughs> of cold and flu therapy, which consists of drinking a lot of orange juice, water, and sleep. Uh-huh. And I feel better. But Good. I'm tired now. Well, listen, man, when you go through the motions sometimes, you got to straighten up your act and boogie down. I don't know what that I meant. I don't we know listen, either. We listened to Michael <laughs> right. Jackson. You, this song makes you want to boogie. For those yeah. that can't hear us here in our ears, um, we, we listen to music so we can have this energy to keep this show going for over an hour. But uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson off the wall, this was Giovanni's suggestion. It was hey, a come great on, Gary Diana, stand up. Hold up. Did you watch? You were watching me on live last night, and I was listening to the song. Yo, bro, I don't know what the f- Fuck, you were on last night, bro. He was like a heartbroken, uh, battered woman going on Facebook, FaceTime, going on Instagram Live, just saying how she truly feels no, for- <laughs> about everybody. Because listen, I just I don't go on as live as much, and honestly, I don't have a strong social media strategy. I just go live just when I want to go live. Yeah, you know, sometimes I'm taking the shit, sometimes I'm at the barbershop. Yo, but last night I just I felt overwhelmed. Shout out to my friend in Canada who overwhelmed me with bitch assness, and I felt like I had to vent. What happened? <laughs> well, I don't like when people text me and I say FaceTime me, but then they don't want to FaceTime, but then they want to be all on my live talking to me while we could be talking on FaceTime. Ah. And, and they, they're talking personal stuff? But they, No, they just do that because they want everybody, everybody else can. to know that we're talking. Mm. Oh. And so then I was just mm. like venting, like, you know, I know you got the girlfriend, and I know that she takes up priority, but shit, I want some time too. And then they, they was putting That's them on That's hilarious. Yeah. Man, it was, I had, listen, I had a bag of popcorn. I had me some, some soda. Pop, excuse me, I can't say soda. Pop. Why can't the, you say soda? Because I'm from Man, I'm the Midwest. We say pop, mm. and I don't know why. I just we say, say that soda. in Canada too. Yeah, really? yeah it's mm. taken me a while to get used to saying soda. We yeah, say liquid crack. <laughs> she was giving shows. I recorded it too. Yeah, everybody well, thought she was drunk. So I Facetime Geo, <laughs> who was Facetiming me, recording me live Facetiming him. It, it was some crazy, crazy shit, but it was funny because everybody in the mentions was like, "Oh, he didn't had too much drink tonight. I ain't had nothing to drink." You, you, I thought you would. It was just one in the morning. It was late. I'm getting old. Listen, I'm telling you right now, I am traveling full time now because I have bags <laughs> under my eyes. But my dad has bags under his eyes, and I don't know if that's for mm. picking cotton in Mississippi or if that's just our heritage, but. Shit's getting real. Do you have allergies? I have allergies too, and I have asthma. Okay, well, allergies yeah. really contribute to under eye activity, like oh, dark circles and too. bags and stuff like that. So that's why I keep telling you guys. I'm to just allergic you- to bullshit. <laughs> Take some on, on that note, let's get into our weekend recap. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you do, Jason, between ca- you know between catching feelings on Facetime? Right, um, <laughs> I am I am a bit open at this point. <laughs> um, shout out to my Facebook mentions right now. Um, no, I mean, uh, hold on, there's people next to me. Turn this out. Okay, so last night I went to. Um, actually, I, I would usually say I got invited, but I didn't get invited because people now know that I don't go out. So when I just hear about an event, I just show up. Mm. Like fuck it, I'm on the list. Mm-hmm. So last night I got a text. I went to get a massage because I needed to get some stress off. Mm-hmm. And um, Is I it a went- rub and tug. No. Okay. My my massage therapist is blind, old, and Filipino, <laughs> <laughs> but he's the best. I'm telling you, he 
he, because he he works with his hands. He doesn't yeah. work with his eyes. So clearly he knows. I would like his number. No, he's the best. I would yeah, like, she like, don't like attractive guys. It's only like a hundred. I do not want an attractive guy massaging me. First I won't be all, able to focus. He's not attractive, but he's also That's blind. That's what she wants to That's it. Well, I mean, the blind part I don't really care about. But yeah. <laughs> Meaning that you don't have to. Oh, I see. Because yeah. Then, yeah. You, then you may want to. If an attractive guy is massaging wanna, me, I'm like, I'm tense. You may want to rub I'm and tense dig. because I got to get the right body position. Hey. <laughs> Wait, so if a man gets a rub and tuck, what does a woman get? Uh, um, I don't uh, know. A rub and split? I don't, I don't know. I've never wanted to find out. Really? I've never wanted to. At least not in establishment. I remember my first, I remember my first happy ending. That shit was amazing. <gasps> I did it too. I did. <gasps> but mine was in Puerto Rico. I want to come back as a boy. Mine was in North Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least I was going to say at least mine was international, but then I remember hmm, it's still a still a part of states. Yeah, mine was at a it wasn't a bathhouse. Um, it was a um, it was a it was a massage place. But anyway, I don't want to talk about my business. So so anyway, back to my clean holy night last night. So I went to uh, the they had a preview for the group on the show Star, the three mm-hmm. girls. Mm-hmm. So uh, Fox did it at the NBC studios in Burbank. And um, yeah, I went there and Lee Daniels was there. I really like Lee, man. Mm-hmm. Lee I'm Daniels so is a boss. He he literally talks the way, the way that I talk about me and what I do, he talks the same way about what he and he does. There's no filter. There's no Hollywood. He's just... He was just on Trevor Noah, too. Really? Yeah. I wanted to be there, man. Really? I'm trying to, I'm trying to get... Back in his focal vision again. I can give you his casting director's email address. Email. I mean, his sister's a, a supporter of mine. Leah. You know, she, she she tells me I love your work. Yeah. But I need to get in front of his face again. So I hope you have fun, man. No, I had a good time. I sat at the table with Quincy, who said he's going to come and do the show. So we're, we have to hold him accountable to that. Yes, but the girls, do. the one thing I thought about, one thing that I saw in that was just clear, those girls really do have talent. Mm-hmm. Those three girls, I don't know if you follow that the dark show. chick is bad. Why does she have to be the dark I don't, chick? Okay. The Africa, the black girl is bad. The girl with a lot of melanin. <laughs> Thank you. The girl with all the there melanin. There we go. She is. Be- and I, don't, I ain't gonna say that, but she is bad. I mean, he didn't the- say she's pretty for a dark skin girl. Yeah. He just said he just you know you had to she identify her. I guess because the other two are light skin. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful, gorgeous, Be- beautiful. So now, did they sound good? Now, they sounded amazing. Each of them individually can sing on their own, and three of them together were actually really good. And Sean Bankhead. Shout out to Sean shout Bankhead, who was the choreographer for the show. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, Lee gave him a, a really. Um, big uh, shout out yesterday, but uh, yeah, no, the girls were really good. I was hoping Latifah was going to be there and Tyrese, but they weren't. So, but they were passing around an invitation to Tyrese's Taco Tuesday last night with Snoop, and I didn't make that. That's hilarious. I texted to you, you know? yeah. I no, my phone was off because my phone sucks ass. My phone. <laughs> well, I think sucks my phone ass. was on. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the deal. I didn't send it to Gio because. Well, first, I didn't think about it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like Tyrese anyway. So no, cool. but it ain't about that because Tyrese is, I'm indifferent with Tyrese as well. But mm. I think it's just because I was told, do not invite anybody. And I know if I invite her and she shows oh, yeah. up, they're not going to say nothing to her. Well, hold on a second here. You d- you just made a proclamation. You don't like Tyrese? Like, why? What happened? Man, I've had I some don't bad, know this I've had some bad run-ins with that guy, man. It's just like, as much as he be on his Instagram talking all this, hoping, you got to believe. Like, in person, sometimes he does not... I don't. He doesn't resonate that. In the, person. There's the man and the the message. Correct. Yeah. Like I just, uh, I've seen. He just, I've seen. He's rubbed me the wrong way many times. Listen, okay. I I have said before on this show, and I'll say it again. I've had my run-ins with Tyrese too, mm. and I don't know what it is. I think that sometimes his energy is just off for me. You yeah. know, one time he comes up to me at his house and he says, "I know what you do." 
don't write about anything here. I'm like, I wasn't going to write about nothing here anyway. <laughs> wow. People automatically assume every time yeah. I'm out, I'm writing a story. Y'all, first of all, <laughs> if I wrote about everything I knew, I would have carpal tunnel like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I don't write about everything. I mean, what all I can say is, your backyard looked like a slots and swap me. Ah, man, I, I have never seen his His house. backyard has come together now. I will say, Tyrese, at first, you know, I, I said to Floyd one day, I said, have you seen Tyrese's backyard? He goes, no, I go, that motherfucker looked like a poor kid who wanted a bunch of shit and then got a bunch of money and just put it all yeah. in the backyard. I, he got a Starbucks. He got a Benihana's. He does it legit say Starbucks to Starbucks. I know. Does it legit got yes. the little the green sea bitch? There ain't, yeah, but there's not a bar, there's not a barista <laughs> there. Oh but yeah, you know he has a bar, he has a pool, he has a tennis court, he has a comedy show center, a Damn. studio, he has a club. Well, listen, man, big there's up a to lot you, man. going little on at Tyrese. Watts, man, made it out and made all his money. But I will say this: love the music, love you and Transformers, and and shout out to your Jeep line, Voltron Jeeps. He well, got his, them Jeeps is crazy. So let me tell you guys a secret mm. real quick. I know mm. we're getting off topic, but. Mm. Yeah, we always do, but we'll get back. So Tyrese had created this Voltron. It's so sick. No, no, it wasn't Voltron. It was a, yeah, it was a Voltron inspired. What are those things that Floyd has? The bus. It's not a bus, but it's a. Sprinter van? Sprinter van. Mm-hmm. But he had made it a Rolls Royce Sprinter van. Mm-hmm. But that's not a real Rolls Royce. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. And I think he did that to sell it to Floyd for like a million dollars. That's with, hilarious. <laughs> what Floyd said. <laughs> <laughs> but his Jeep line is really, really dope. You would love it because I know you I'm, love the Jeep. I'm sure I would. Yeah. I'm sure I would. I'll never forget the time I went to Tyrese's house and he charged men a hundred dollars to get in. We were like, really? This is tacky. You can't be a millionaire and charge people a hundred dollars to get in your party. If Floyd and I can only say this because it's only been two or three times I experienced this now. If Floyd can walk a man in homies with love and no charge, Tyrese, why can't you? Yeah, but that's Utah levels now. Yeah. You know, because if, if you go to a Jay-Z and a Beyonce gala or Rihanna gala, you're not paying for anything. You may pay if, if it's a foundation type thing, yeah, a philanthropy, you know, yeah, donation. For a plate. You know, like yeah. I think Rihanna was charging like 5000 a ticket. Mm. I ain't going to lie. This year I've been saving my money. I'm mm. going. <laughs> and I'm going to get up on Rihanna. <laughs> and I'm going to get one little video freaking her just so I can let, you know, confuse the audience. Right. That's no, you're right. You're right. But that's just that Negro mentality. It really is. $100. But anyway, I didn't go to that and I didn't go to Bow Wow's birthday party, even though I texted him, Happy birthday, Bow Wow. He turned 30. I can't even believe Bow Wow's Bow 30. Bow Wow finally turned 30? He's a he's actually a grown man now. You know his name is Chad, Chad Moss. Moss. Yeah, so no. he, does, he doesn't go by Bow Wow. That nigga is always gonna be Bow Wow, Mister One Hundred Six Apart to me. I know, I know, it's true. It's a, listen. Be careful how you introduce yourself to the world, people. That's true. We were in a meeting last week with the team. Talking about, never let you forget it. Talking about content ideas, and I said we should do a show because we do hot or not on Hollywood Unlocked. Maybe we can do Bow or Wow. <laughs> Whoever put EJ with, with Johnson Moss. is hot or not. No, but, no but listen, listen. Think, get, listen, tell me this is a good you idea. Okay. So excited when it comes it. to music uh-huh. hosted by Shad Moss, uh-huh. it's either bow or wow. <laughs> do you think he would do it? <laughs> no. no. I like Shad Moss on his little, in, in, in what's his little undercover? His, what's the, not undercover. I'm not going to say it in the same way. NCIS. NCIS shit. I like Shad Moss on that, but I ain't like Bow Wow since he was riding clean through... Old Town riding his rims down. Yeah. Oh, I know. Okay, well, that was my week in recap. <laughs> Melissa, what did you do? Uh, well, I started working out with my trainer who has moved here from New York because he's over the bullshit. Like Which I trainer am. is that? His name's Curtis. 
Curtis Williams. I know exactly who he that dark is. skin? Yeah. No, he's tall, brown skin, Nike. Tall, brown skin. Nike. Or Under Armour. Under Armour ambassador. Tall, yeah. Nice abs. Tatted. Big lips. My God. Okay, nigga, damn. Yeah, no, he, he, so he like knows. Y'all got I, I think I've heard of him a couple he, times. He knows exactly who Curtis is. Uh, is he more in shape than David? Uh, it's a different, different. No, difference. actually, he's in better shape than David. Mm. He's in better shape than David. He can do things that David could I mean, never you, do. You've oh. seen both their bodies and then, up close. And so, so hold on one second. Let me rephrase that. Okay. <laughs> no, because you can I don't even. I don't think even think there's a level of redemption after last show where you called me David. I felt offended. As long as I've known you, I can can't believe another man's name would roll off your mouth. It was a Freudian fucking slip. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. So go ahead. I never saw you blush before. <laughs> I had rouge on my cheeks. All yeah, right. Yeah, roofie um, on your cheeks. What? Shut the Ma- rouge. Maybe a Mulan rouge, but I don't know about no rouge. <laughs> so he's in Anyways, better shape. Anyway, so no, he just, if you could look at his Instagram and see like the 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 physical feats that this guy, he does, he, I don't know. He's like, he's, he's another, he's another level of human. Anyways, I started working out with him again and uh, still icing my ass from the snowboarding, you know, uh, fractured still? tailbone situation. Yeah, I think That's it's a still- stress fracture. I think I got a stress fracture. You know, it just, you know, first time snowboarding, I wiped out like 10 times. So that's just what it is. And then I tried oil pulling for the first time. I have a very exciting oil pulling, oil pulling. So I've been studying, you know, holistic methods of like, you know, just health and wellness and stuff like that. And there's this thing called oil pulling where you swoosh oil inside of your mouth, like sunflower oil, coconut oil. For like 20 minutes and it's supposed to improve your oral health care and it's supposed to remove toxins from your body and it's supposed to whiten your teeth, et cetera, et cetera. So I just wanted to try what type it out. Of oil? Is it like Exxon? Co- co- coconut oil. Oh, okay. Coconut I could use oil like melted is, coconut oil? Well, you don't even have to melt it because once it's in your mouth, it melts. That's what he said. Mm-hmm, exactly. You don't you don't swallow it though. No, you swoosh it around for about Why twenty are you minutes. Being, are you being serious or I'm sexual? Being fucking serious. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you serious or sexual. I'm serious. Okay, okay I'm gonna try that. Try it out. Okay. Yeah, you have All to do right. it on Can an empty film stomach. Swooshing? No, you can't feel me. Shit. We wanna see your oral action. <laughs> hey man, listen, you can never mind. Okay, well I'm gonna try that. Yeah. So I had a whole debate last night with a bunch of gay boys about you and <sighs> no, no, no. In particular the conversation we had on here. About taking a shower in front of a gay boy. Oh, we okay. had a lot of good comments on YouTube from our viewers about that. Continue on, progress Were they, on. Your viewers? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let the audience know how you really feel. They go, nigga. So yeah, there was a bunch. Of, there was like four gay boys, and I just threw it out there. I was like, yeah, you know, on our show, I can't say their names because they were offended that I even called them gay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay, cool. All right, so what did you My do? My weekend recap, man. No, wait, what was this consensus? Well, if I say the consensus, <laughs> I have to put all their names out, and there was a consensus that they didn't like me talking about them on the show. Oh, oh. Oh, I already oh. know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, my weekend Never recap. Mind, uh, uh, we don't out people. Yeah, here. we don't. I just I went was to- surprised the gay ones was out. I wasn't out. I'm like, y'all not out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, they out. Just, just, well, my listen. bad. All right, it's on me now, Jason. Shit. <clears throat> Yeah, we want you to talk to your viewers. Shout out to Jackie Christie for hitting me up, telling me to come to a Fifty Shades of Darker party last night. I went to um, in Culver City at the Culver City uh, Culver Hotel. I went me and my girl, of course, and uh, they was taping the new season of Basketball, Basketball Wives. Wives. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> five minutes of us walking up, it was a fight going on. And was, so Evelyn Lozada is back on the show. Evelyn Lozada is back. Was on she the there show. last night? Yes, and she looks good. Mm-hmm. Tammy, that's she, my girl. She's favorite. married to money. 
She's Tammy's married to money, money, I believe. Did she get it. married? I mean, not Tammy. Evelyn. I mean, Evelyn, Evelyn, she got married? She's either married or engaged. Okay. To the baseball player. She's okay. with child, right? Right. Okay. No, no, she had it. Yes, yeah, she, she oh, had it. Oh, with child means you still have it in you? Yes. <laughs> she got a child with her. She with yeah, child. Yeah. It was fun, man. I wouldn't, there was a lot of. <laughs> It was, a, it was a lot of shit going on up in there. It was a lot like of naked, Sunday, naked. What's her name? Sunday, Sunday Carter. Sunny, Sunny? Sunday. Sunday Carter was in there. I didn't know it was Sunday Carter until just this morning when I seen it all over. But she was in that ass naked. She was butt naked with a chicken string. Or with a, just, <laughs> just a chicken wing on. Like, it was crazy. It was a lot of dominatrix shit going there. Like, so is Sunday back on the show? I don't know. I don't remember. I just, she wasn't in the group. It's a lot of new chicks on there, too, that I don't know. No. Mm-hmm. Never seen before. Uh, Tammy was just, she was very poised, cool, calm, collected, smoking that cigarette, trying to calm down Jackie. It was good. Shout out to Jackie. She said she wanted to come up. She's going to come up here and bring us some of her cognac. Mm. Yeah, well, we've already interviewed her. So yeah, we, well, we, she's well, going she's to send a rep tomorrow, she said. Well, I reached out to uh, Shiny O'Neill, who agreed to do our show next week. So mm. I'm hoping that we can get her in because there's every, it seems like everybody wants to come next week. So. Oh, that's who was that wasn't there. Well, she's the EP. She's always there. Well, I didn't see her. She's the boss. I know that's right. Well, that was she. She in the wings, away yeah. from the bullshit. Is now, it's Mal- it was Malaysia there. Malaysia was there. So is she back on the show? Well, it's she looking was in the like camera. he's telling everybody yeah. who the new cast is, right. or you know who the next season's cast is. Did they make this shit official? Uh, Did they announce this shit to the public yet? Probably not. Well, but we here's just did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, hopefully Exclusive by the time this here shit come on out. Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored, do you now know the upcoming cast? Of well. Basketball wives, new I'm, season. And I'm sure that NDA that you signed saying you wouldn't say anything oh, doesn't fuck mean anything. Oh, fuck! Hey, edit this all that shit. Mm, unfortunately, <laughs> no, my no, camera Unfortunately, we're live. They, are, they already made the announcement that who was on the show. I didn't see that. But anyway, okay, great. So you had a good time? Yeah, man. Oh, I did. I went to Berries. You seem so excited about yeah, that. Yeah, but they, they didn't up that lobster piece at $72. For one pizza? For one, the large. It's $72 it was, now. We ordered pizza. A six dollar French bread roll and two bread bread roll and two sprites seventy two dollars. Okay, but the sprites are probably fifteen each, so that's thirty. And then the bread is probably twenty. No, the bread was six dollars. He told us the Damn. sprite. Yeah, they did up that shit. I was highly upturbed. I haven't. Uh, that's not a word. Upturbed. I didn't want to. Okay, say Google that. is your friend for all of you trying to find those things that you believe exist somewhere in the universe. And so we just Google upturb. Now, I didn't say first, it like that. wait, wait, wait. First, we spelled it U P T E R B. Nothing found. No, 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 no. Upturd. Up, up no, no, no. Upturd. Up okay. So, did you find something? Because this, because this is my lane. It's a turd up the ass. <laughs> hold on. Hold that. Hold that thought. Okay. Hold that turd. So I spelled upturd. U P T E R D. Up came morewords.com. Upturd. Not found. No words in this word list. So it is not technically a word. However, I spelled it differently and went U-P-T-U-R-D and found it in the Urban Dictionary, which this guy is, when you hold back an impending crap long and hard enough that it actually creeps back upwards, buying you a little more time before either making it to the bathroom or shitting your pants. That shit sounds so Ivy League college to me, though. And so how did, how did Upturd apply to this conversation that we were because having a minute ago? Because he was trying to say that he was, I'm assuming, perplexed. Yeah. Okay. But instead nah, he fuck says, that. We're not giving you that. Uh-uh. <laughs> his shit crept back up his ass. Oh, I'm about to stop trying using these words, man. I'll be at home in a thesaurus, the dictionary, trying to get on you this do level. Not, you do not be at home at a yes, thesaurus. I, do. I don't even go to the thesaurus. I live on to the thesaurus. 
Forget I write. So yeah, I'll be in there. I live on thesaurus.com. Yeah, I write skits and comedy. And so did you find Upturd in there? Man, I could have sworn I heard that shit before. No, he made that shit up. Anyway, enough about me. My weekend Enough about the turd crawling back up in your ass. Man. All right, so let's talk about what's going on in the world. That's just hilarious. Everybody on the Northeast Coast, we feel your sorrows. Ugh, I hate snow. Well, I hate it when I don't need to deal with it. You know what I mean? Which is like on an. I wish it would come basis. just for Christmas and didn't leave. No, ne- it should never come to LA. Yeah. I would move out of. I will find a state where there is no snow, like yeah. Miami. Yeah. I mean, I want to try. I'm traveling this weekend, so I've decided Mexico or Hawaii. It looks like we can't go to Mexico because there's a travel warning. Uh, but Why? What's going on? Because we're in feuding with the Mexico Mexicans. Oh. So there's a travel warning. So then I'm thinking maybe Hawaii. But anyway, I can't. I wanted to go to New York because I haven't been to the East Coast in a minute. There's a lot of flying cockroaches in Hawaii. Just thought I'd mention that. No, I've been to Hawaii many times. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah, no, New York I don't stay is... at places where there are any type of roaches, yeah. by the way. No, no, they fly. No, yeah. no New but York... they ain't going to fly to where I'm staying. If I pay two ninety nine a night where I stay, there better not be a roach. Okay. Well, New York is not the place to go right now. Neither is D.C., Boston, Chicago, all kinds of shit in the Northeast because of the snowstorm. Damn. Connecticut, ew. Yeah. I can't. Well, I got to yeah. go back I to can... Chicago next month. Everybody was hitting me up. I was just like, yeah, it's like 93 here. <laughs> It was so hot yesterday. I had a TMT sweater on and was dying because when I left the house, it was cool. Mm. And I thought, you know, I'd be comfortable with a TMT sweatsuit on. Yeah, by oh. one o'clock, I was on fire. Well, thanks for screenshotting me in the car hot because I was really hot. That was hilarious. No, I put, I just, it was Gio and his taco meat. So people are like <laughs> wondering what we're talking about. So Gio was on Insta story laying flat with his taco meat all over his chest. So that screenshot I put it in the group chat, one of my writers was like, is he okay? They thought you died. <laughs> and then she wanted to check out if you were alive before she went in. And then once I said you're alive, there were a lot of comments in another chat. Why room. would they think I'm in a car with a, a cap on with my shirt off with a seatbelt on? You look, like a be- vic- you look like a victim from the next 48, the last 48. Because <laughs> it was hot as fuck. And I had my girl with rubbing nipples, uh, rubbing nipples on my chest, rubbing ice on my chest. She was rubbing your nipples. That was ice on my on nipples. nipples. Yeah, you guys are freaks. So you go, come on. I'm not gonna know. say. Listen, I'm no more jabs at Gio. If you, y'all you, ain't jabbing, no, I mean that's a good talking. thing. Yeah, listen, right, I ain't got is? shit going on in my life except icing my fucking the crack of my ass and oil pulling. I'm, I'm gonna let you slide today, but go ahead. <laughs> <what's going on? laughs> David, okay. what else is David? Uh, Melissa, what else? You're is funny. That? You're funny. You're funny. Okay, he go told ahead. me that you sent him the clip too. You fucking asshole. Glad to see you guys are still talking. Why wouldn't we be? Oh. We're just move friends. On, move on to the next subject unless we want to make this. Okay, anyways, <laughs> so honorable mentions, Tyra Banks is taking over for Nick Cannon on America's Got <sighs> Talent. He tweeted his support of her and she, you know, kisses back. That, listen, we had three brothers that was up for that. You know, two of them that's up and coming, Tom Bell and and, and um, Michael Knight. I forget his name. But you're going out of all that, you're going to go right with Tyra. Well, let's let me play devil's that advocate. That shit ain't gonna last. First of all, Tyra Banks owes me money. Did I tell you guys about that? No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment years ago at the ATL movie premiere, and Evan Ross walked me up to Tyra Banks, Talk introduced to me, and I said to her, "You need to put guys on America's Top Model." She said, "Tell me how many male supermodels you know. I'll wait." Oh and shit! I was like uh, Tyson Beckford. She was like, "Exactly. It don't work. This is a women's industry." Then years later, what did she do? She Coke put cycle. men on the damn show. So I need my motherfucking check, Tyra. That's okay. so funny. Anyway, <clears throat> Tyra needs to go back to America's Top Model and, like, own that. Because Rita Ora is hosting She's not them. doing bad, Rita Ortiz. She's not. She's not. not Rita, Rita Ortiz? Ortiz. What's her name? I'm sorry. What's her Rita name? What's her name? Aura. What's her name? Rita Ora. 
Keep your fucking mouth Who closed. is Rita Ortiz? <laughs> yeah, I've been, I, who I don't is, know. Are you talking about I the lady she, at the taco truck? No. <laughs> I'm talking about Rita Ortiz. She's not doing that bad of a job. My bad. That was an upturb. No. Okay, so <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like um, Tyra Banks hosting a show, a variety show. Yeah, you got to have funk. You got to have comedic timing. You got to have don't, personality. Don't forget the last job Tyra had. She was the host of that daytime show that she executive produced and then quit mid-season because she wanted to go in a different direction. Mm. You remember that? Yes. Mm-hmm. What was that show called? It was called? a talk show for her. Wasn't it Tyra? A talk show. Yeah. No. Oh. Her name wasn't on it. My bad. She, she was the host. It was the Asian guy who's in the fashion, the black girl. The show's just gone now because no. it got canceled after she quit. I'm no. sorry, man. I know it, Nick Cannon's a little corny, but he's he works for America's Got Talent. He was perfect for it. And I know they had their situations. I agree. But Tyra Banks. Who do you think would have been a good replacement? Probably this dude named Giovanni Watson or... Um, well, I mean, I think they were looking for a no-name, but you would have been a good, like, <laughs> you would have been a good social media correspondent. No, 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 no. Uh, I think I think Marlon Wayans would have been good. Marlon would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. Marlon, Marlon would have been great. Yeah. But I think he's he's doing his own variety show, though. Yeah. I just think they should just went with a straight new face. Mm. Mm. The way they did Ryan Seacrest when he first came out. What about Ryan Seacrest? They can't afford Ryan Seacrest. That's true. That's true. They <laughs> can't afford him. Okay. What yeah, else is going on in the news? Right. Um, so Auntie Fee uh, was reported to have died, but she actually had. Uh, Y'all, they a, need to stop killing these black I people. I know. It's some bullshit. <laughs> if TMZ killed Auntie Fee yesterday. They put out a story that she had a heart attack and died. And then mm. the family was scrambling, putting out little messages on Facebook saying, please pass the word around. She's not dead yet. But uh, apparently she is in a um, coma. Critical condition. Yeah. 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 She was just on a. Uh, World Star TV that same day. Filming? Well, they it aired that same day. Yeah, hopefully and she wasn't yeah. that same day. Oh, that's and what's crazy. ironic is the owner of World Star died of a heart attack. Oh, Jesus that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. And that's why I decided, Mm-mm. look, I went yesterday, I stopped midday, went mm-hmm. and got me a massage. Then I decided this weekend I'm going to Hawaii or Mexico to just... Alleviate stress from your life? Yeah, because I am I am a tense motherfucker like all yeah, day long too. about business. And you know, and sometimes you just have to know when it's time to check out before you have to check out. You do. Uh, that was deep. You that do. Was deep. You should get in, you should you should get yourself involved in a TV series. Like watching. Like that's how people relieve stress, like through binge watching. You should watch television Chicago series. Fire, bro. I lo- Oh, hilarious. I didn't get <laughs> did, the role, did, by did, the way. Oh, I'm sorry. It's I really right. would well, have then loved we're, to have we're seen definitely you not on watching. That. Now that you didn't get the show. We're not watching. No, so I watch right. it religiously. But it's a it's an emotional roller coaster. I, I think that would be good for you. Well, I do watch Scandal, but the thing about it is, I cannot watch anything or do anything now without thinking about work. I'm obsessed with work. Mm, there's got to be something that in you Japan could... was I not talking about work the whole time? Constantly, the whole time. Mm-hmm. I just had to do a 48 page presentation in three days. I spent the whole three days, every day, all day, looking at the presentation. Mm-hmm. You want it bad, brother. I want. You that's, know what? what I will is. tell you the difference between wanting it and the difference between really, really wanting it is when you're consumed by it. Mm-hmm. Whether whatever it is, because when you think about like a Beyonce and performing, or you know whatever, you have to be so consumed. I've never been consumed with anything like I am right now. That's good, but Keep it's not healthy focus. though. Yeah, sometimes you got to know how to cut that mind off. Like, I don't get to bed till about 7 in the morning because I just can't cut my mind off. I'm always thinking about how to be a better father, a better boyfriend, a better friend, you know, better business. I feel like it's the equivalent of having, like, you know, a very young child. Like, you're ra- you're basically a baby 
that's what your business is. You're, mm-hmm. you, mm. You've decided that your child that you're going to devote all your energy to is your business. So right now it's in its infancy or, yeah. you know, mm. really early, early childhood stage. And that person. requires 24-hour care. Dang, you can't deep. turn your head away from it for a second. Dang, but was but I've had to tell a friend this the other day, and I think for everybody watching who's following their passion about whatever that passion is, like you have to remember the serenity prayer all day, every day, because you have to accept what you can't change. And you have to build up the courage to improve or change what you can. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much happening every day with not just the business, but, you know, I work in the digital world. So every day things are changing. Uh, new rules, regulations come down, restrict you from doing this or that. But, and, you know, and then, and then pitching people your thing. And it's sort of like auditioning. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I ran into Megan Good at the Stars Star Show. Mm-hmm. And she was with her acting coach and, and Devon Franklin. And I said, to the, I said to Megan, I said, you know, I'm thinking of acting. And I said it as a joke because I text Latifah the same thing. Mm-hmm. But when I think about like how I'm evolving and wanting to continue to be creative, like I need to find another space outside of digital to be creative. So I said, I'm thinking of acting. And Megan said, really? She said, you should. And I told her, I said, I just got offered this part um, in a movie with Martin Lawrence, but it's acting myself. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm going to do that and just have as much fun with that as I can mm-hmm. and see what happens. Because you Go never, forward, you never know, you know? It's nothing mm-hmm. like becoming another person, bringing another person to life. That's why I love acting. I'm going to play a gay role. <laughs> no, you should play a straight role. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Me Try and Rita Ortiz. Be, be act straight right now. And no. Action. I gotta, if I'm going to act, I need to get a check. That's okay. How about that? Well, you need to practice. Talk anyway. to my agent. I have a meeting with UTA next week. Hey. Okay. Hey. All right. UTA. Hello. Moving on, Miss Ford. What else? Not to be confused with UTI. Um, <laughs> you didn't track had those before. They're overrated. <laughs> First of all, the difference between the UTI and the other drip drop. <laughs> drip drop. Is a UTI just burns, but ain't nothing coming out. But when that uh, shit get to green and yellowing. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Gotta call Tyrone. Okay. And Luke and Mike and whoever else you had sex with. Oh, God. That's disgusting. Okay. Anyways. We've talked about chlamydia on the show. Yeah, yes. You Ugh. both have talked about chlamydia. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyway. Now that's an upturb. <laughs> you find out you got chlamydia and don't know who gave it to you? Jason, you need to get it right. It's upturd. Oh, upturd. Okay. Sorry. Up-turd. If I'm going to use a word, I better use the word properly. <laughs> exactly. Now, is it a vowel? Of, of, is it a noun, a verb, a pronoun? I it's feel a like vowel. I-O-E-F-U, nigga. Let's move on. It's a nigga verb. <laughs> it's, not, it's a, a nigga verb. Did you just call it a vowel? I said it's a vowel. I O E F U. You didn't get that. Okay. Oh, oh. Come on now, chitty chitty. I didn't bangs. even hear that shit. I O E F. You just I did not say that. I E O F U. It's A E I O U. What the hell? Go no, to hell. If you're going to say it, it's A E I F O U. Okay, I'm going to save them from their from themselves. Okay. You've seen Get Out. Love it. Right? Okay. I haven't had a chance to see it. I want to go see it this weekend. You know, I know, I know, I Neither know. Neither one of y'all. I bet you, Brian, have you seen it? A white boy seen it before our black people? That's a damn shame. Okay, listen. Uh, listen, we have too much white and black in this country, okay? It has right, nothing right. to do with that. I, I I have a hard time going to physically see movies in movie theaters. You know I don't like movies. You don't have the fucking time or patience for that shit. I don't. I the last watch- time I went to a movie, I sat next to Melissa Ford, and, and he, who sat scream. next to Floyd Mayweather. And he screamed like a little pansy. Who <laughs> scared the shit out of me in the middle of the movie, had me screaming like a bitch it was- in front of the whole money team. And then everybody looking at me, and I'm like, nigga, y'all know I was playing. Oh, it, that was hilarious. Well, what movie was that? Um, shit, I don't remember. You said what? What, what movie was it? It was scary. Oh, the ro- I don't know. 
It was something that I just came I, out. I was there in spirit, so I really don't Yeah, know. I don't even remember. Anyways, so I am committed to going to see um, Get Out, but it is uh, Jordan Peele. It was his debut as a writer-director, and it's grossed over $100 million. Ooh. First time ever. Congratulations. First time ever for brothers. a black writer-director to gross. So does that mean he's rich? He, oh, he's, he's been rich before. Yeah, no, he but, was, no, is he rich now? Oh, yeah. He's wealthy. Really? He's wealthy now. And he's going to get the power to, they're going to green light pretty much whatever he wants. Whatever to do. he wants. I mean, have you ever seen Key and Peele? Like they're, no, never. Oh my it's God. It's the Chappelle show killer, I think. It, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, I, no, 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 I'm not going to do a comparison between I, the two because I think that they would, if they teamed up, they would be, it would be out of the park. Well, I'll it, say it this. would be unsolvable. It would be that, amazing. Well, Dave Chappelle has his own yeah, deal. Since Chappelle his own lane. stopped, it is. But if Chappelle had been keep going, there would be no Key and Peele. No, I don't think so. I think that they're completely different. They're both amazing. Anyway. They, they're hysterical. I love their I love sketch the comedy. I do. They're, <laughs> they are fucking hilarious. Did you see Keanu, the movie that yeah, they did? Yeah, I did. Which was... Um, <laughs> They'd adopted a kitten, and then the kitten got stolen by, like, gangbangers or something. Whole, it was he hilarious. He not watch movies. No, so I know. What I'll hilarious. do is I will commit to watching one episode, because I can watch House of Cards. Like, on the way to Japan, I watched the entire season four Four of yeah. House of Cards, but yet he hasn't seen season two or season three yet, because right? it, that show is so shady and devious and manipulative. I, it's, and, it's good. Yeah, something that reminds it's you right it in line with the current administration. And I'm like, oh shit, I should be on that show. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It, it's current. It's right in line with the current administration. And he's gay and everything. The president is bisexual. How yes. Do you do it? Yeah, he is. Damn. Well, I mean, Kevin Spacey's gay in real life. What? No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, get he's out not. of here. He's married. No, that he's don't not. mean a damn thing. Kevin Spacey is not gay. Yes, he is. Who told you that? Who it's told you that? Google. She, while she's Googling, can I just say something? Mm. What if we found out that Barack Obama was involved in a gay I relationship? I knew you was about to say don't we don't we don't play about President yeah, Barack we can't, Obama. We can't disrespect him. We don't because mm. the only feeling I would have would be just upset that I didn't have a shot. I knew you was about to say that. Yeah, we can't play with President. Get out Barack. of the game, hi, Giovanni. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but get out is really good. It's a lot of subliminals in that movie, too. It, uh, George said you have to watch the movie about three or four times to pick up every little innuendo that's in the film um, regarding slavery and racism. Um, it's just really good. While she Googles it, I have to make a mention really quick. Mm -hmm. So my writer, Crystal, in Atlanta, she <laughs> doesn't get out much, but mm -hmm. now that she has business cards, she's going to be everywhere. She went out and to an event, a performance with the singer Music Soul Child. Mm -hmm. You know who that is, right? Of course. And he has the... Uh, I know. No, he, he, was, he, he was the Fetty Wap. I knew he was Fetty Wap, right? He was that. never the Fetty Wap. He was... I love music, Soul that Child. Niggas, we, I love that you, niggas music, Soul Child. shit is so fucked up that... He used to wear sunglasses wait, a lot. Let's say this too. Rest in peace. Aaliyah We're, had an eye problem too. No, Aaliyah was beautiful she in was, person. But, uh, and that's why she always on, wore the bang on, over her eyes. She had an eye problem. Stop, wait, 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 wait. I met... Did you meet Aaliyah? You met Aaliyah. I, yes. I've met Aaliyah twice. Mm -hmm. I remember the first thing I said to Aaliyah when I met her because I had been drinking St. Ides on the way to the party or Cisco, one of those ratchet-ass drinks. I said to her three questions. Are you married to R. Kelly? Are you really 18 years old? And do you, it, no, is your hair real? And do you have a fake eye? Mm -hmm. And she pulled her hair back and showed me her eyes. She didn't look cockeyed to me. Okay. It was kind of dark though, but that was the first time. It's not that she was, it's not cockeyed. It is a slight lazy eye. No, but music is looking left and right at the same damn time. Okay. And so let me just tell you what he did. So he, he, back he to my story. He has an extremely lazy eye. Back to my story. Crystal was interviewing him. Mm -hmm. And he went off on her, and everybody around him went off on her in the middle of the interview because she called him music soul child. Oh, he's well, a rapper he only, he now. Only wants to be he's a rapper. He's a rapper now. 
whose name is Hustle. And I heard the song. No. I yes. heard it. Yeah. And so no. she went there fully prepared, having done research on Music Soul Child. But wow. Music Soul Child didn't come. Hustle did. He's a rapper, and I heard the song, too. Straight so up he, garbage. So, yeah, so I will just say that, like, I was a fan of Music Soul Child before he was rude to my writer, and now I'm not. So we looking for a picture with you without your glasses, brother. Yo, it's out there. <laughs> you know, shit. I mean, what, your, your, your why, name. why do singers do that? Why do they, they start off as a singer, now they want to rap? Lloyd did the same thing. He came up with this rap, like... I think Beyonce can be Sasha Fierce, but when she does an interview, she's still going to be Beyonce. Chris Brown is the only ones I really accept. Like, he okay, sing and rap, and her brother's dope at both. I'm, a, but I'm at a soul loss child, for words I know, right music now. Soul child. Oh, I'm going to show you at break, and then you're going to be like, for real? But anyway, okay. I don't know if I can so, handle so what that. What did you look up? I'm sorry. Okay, so here's the sitch with Kevin Spacey. He's never officially come out, but the gay rumors have plagued him for ever and that scene in uh house of cards there's a scene where him and his wife basically get it on with one of his secret service guys did nothing to you know quell the rumors that he's gay and at one point andy cohen kind of outs him in his memoir really yeah so it's been that they had an affair he's not married (laughs) he's not married kevin spacey how you doing the rumor, doing, the rumor, Kevin? Yeah, I mean, listen, he's one of my favorite actors ever, what would you ever say if in you, life. What would you say if you woke up one day to a Google alert of me on the red carpet with Kevin Spacey? <laughs> How they do it? I would have a shirt on that said, nigga, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. So, you know, we can't go an episode without talking about Trump, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, we're part of the fucking problem, I think. No, the- I think we are shedding light on the problem. And I think that we're giving a voice to our community and our followers that are growing every single day, who thousands of people that are listening to us now, we are being responsible because there is so much crap out there right now with mm. what's fact and not fact. Right. I mean, Trump is like a kid loose in a crack house. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely got massive, massive impulse control. And again, when will people take his Twitter account away from him? Because he just he just proves time and time again what a Fucked hard. He you is, can't control you. That's your president, man. You gotta just Whatever. listen to what he's saying. Well, no, and he, the listen, devastation. I'm Canadian, I'm Canadian. Wait, the devastation of the Trump followers and supporters who voted for him were like, he's letting us down. He's not keeping his promise. No, he told you he was gonna be, be crazy. Mm-hmm. He told you I'm gonna do a bunch of crazy shit mm-hmm. as soon as I get in, and mm-hmm. he didn't waste any time. Mm-mm. Right away. Nope. So like, what does he that, do? What he do? Tell everybody wall, what he did what now. now. Okay, so he has turned his ire on Snoop Dogg and basically said that. <laughs> Snoop Dogg's career is failing in response to a song that Snoop Dogg was featured on um, where uh, he is aiming a gun at a clown that basically depicts Trump. Uh-huh. Yeah, so the the tweet that he'd sent out was, can you imagine what the outcry would be if at Snoop Dogg, failing career and all, had, had aimed and fired uh, the gun at President Obama, jail time? He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have done that to Obama because, well, I mean... The, the list of reasons is just too extensive to even well, go over. I'm going to take a leap and say that that's a little racist to me. And this is the way I look at it. Like, you wouldn't do that to him because he's black. Mm. Is that why he's saying he wouldn't do it? Mm. Because I don't think Barack, Barack Obama was black, but mm-hmm. he was an amazing fucking president. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I ain't going to lie. He's still my president. Still my president. Because it's just like when I left the first foster home and went mm-hmm. to the second foster home and the then went home. The first one was still yours. 
Yo. Actually, no, that was Trump. It was reverse. <laughs> oh, okay. Because they beat us for like breaking their VHS. But anyway, remember mm-hmm. VHS? I do. Yeah, I do. I, I do. miss Barack Obama the way I miss VHS. He's wow. just Trump is obsessed with Barack Obama. Like he's Wants obsessed him. with him. Because the world is still obsessed with Barack Obama. The world was a safer, sounder place with Barack Obama. I Our would, economy, everything was just. Now, I mean, like now I know, you know this is what it feels like when somebody just can't keep their name out of your mouth. Like, you know, when you hear somebody just <laughs> fucking talking about you all the time and you just want to be like, can you keep my name out your motherfucking mouth? Mm-hmm. We don't have any business with each other. I told you, you go do you. I told everybody, you know, it's amicable and it's good, but you can't keep your mother, my name I, I out ran, your I ran, mouth. I ran into somebody yesterday who's a new cast member of Love and Hip Hop. And they said, you know, if you come back, they're going to they're gonna set it up where we have problems. I said, yeah, just keep my name out your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I Obama, please, please tweet. Can you keep my name out your mouth. Wait, if Barack oh, Obama, God, if I would Barack retweet Obama, that a hundred times. If Barack Obama tweeted, keep my name out your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I personally am signing the people up to get his ass back in office. <laughs> Keep your name out my but motherfucking yeah. mouth. But you know what? It's like, I don't think we've ever had a president just like go out and attack. Even when the Dixie Chicks got into it with, the, with Bush, Bush. Mm-hmm. he didn't attack them, right? No, no, Like I just feel like there's a certain level of decorum mm-hmm. for the president the office of the president i just feel like he's fu- like fuck it all he he's saying he res- in the white house he responds to everything every perceived slight well he doesn't respond to requests to see all of his tax returns although rachel maddow somehow got a copy of him one year where he paid 38, 38 million dollars on income he only claimed to have made one hundred fifty thousand dollars. no 150 million yeah, I saw that, but I, on the view it said one fifty. Yeah, oh, it did it's, say one fifty. You know, there's a lot of speculation as to how those those pages. It was only two pages of those tax returns, and there's a lot of speculation that he's behind the leak. Nothing. This this <laughs> guy this this guy used to call up pub you know publications. Thought and, you were about to say puffy. No publications <laughs> and leak you know information on himself. It's a well known fact. You know while he was like out and about in New York City. Um, well, even if he did leak it, back to the whole Snoop Dogg thing. Mm. Snoop Dogg. First of all, he's had a successful career and he's still successful. He's on a hit show with Martha Stewart. Still yeah, he's touring all over season. the place. He tours the world. He's he has, got a channel here at Dash. He has a channel, a whole digital channel on his own. He yeah. has a whole compound yeah. for creating content. Like Snoop is good. His kids, mm-hmm. his kids are both doing Threes. well. Three. Yeah. Well, two, three kids are both doing well. I mean, I don't know. He's in a successful marriage. Yo, let me tell you something. I, so I have a story about Snoop, right? Um, I, you saw I, him naked? No. Oh. No. Oh, I love Snoop. I swear to God. Um, so one time I was coming into L.A. This is when I still lived in New York. And his bodyguard, Adam, uh-huh. Adam, was, you know, Adam is a, a one of uh, uh, Floyd's guards mm-hmm. right now. Um, so he came and picked me up from the airport. And I was like, OK, great. I'm going to go into the hotel. He was like, yo, dog wants to see you. I was like, OK, yeah, I guess we'll slide by the studio before I go to my hotel. I literally and like we got on the street and you could smell the weed in the car, like the, on the street. Studio was down the block. Get into the studio. 
And it's just like, you know, red light and just like a maze of, you know, different offices and booths and whatnot and stuff Mm. like that. And then I end up in the room and he's there and a bunch of the guys are there. And the more that the guys are talking, I'm realizing that these are the people that are on his skits and stuff like that. In the corner, Mm. there's three chicks with records on their laps, rolling blunts. That was their gig all day long to just roll blunts. I was fascinated with the whole situation. Listen, blunt rolling is a skill. I remember one time I was hanging out with five people and nobody could roll a blunt. Now, I don't smoke and I don't roll, Mm. but... How the hell have all these weed heads in the room, but nobody, nobody rolled? Roll. I had to learn how. I'm not a roll. I definitely had to learn how. Mm. And how about this? It was a girl that walked up and took the motherfucking and blunt and rolled that motherfucker. Girls are the best rollers. And she was licking it and sucking it and just twisting it. And I'm like, this is a skill. I'm pretty <laughs> should, I'm pretty good at blunt rolling, I must say. We'll Anyways. put that to the test. Congratulations goes out to Janet Jackson, whose 31-year-old daughter has surfaced. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see a picture of it? It looks more like Faison's daughter. Oh, Faison shit. Yo. Okay, yeah. So Janet Jackson's daughter, this <laughs> mythical, you know... Uh, Unicorn. A, I knew you... Fuck, man. <laughs> you did, I, I was trying I was to Gio, say that, Gio, man. Gio, this love fest you're trying to create to with me, that. Gio, you and I will never be an idol. Stop <laughs> acting like we have this extreme <laughs> compatibility. I'm sorry. I was about to I'm say not, that. I'm not with the gay shit. <laughs> Fuck you, man. While I'm at work, okay? <laughs> anyway. Go ahead, man. Oh, my God. Okay, so there has been this rumor that Janet Jackson had a secret child, a daughter, <laughs> with her first husband, um, Renee. George. No, Ren- oh, Renee. Renee, yeah, exactly. Renee, Renee Alizondo. That oh. was his name. Wait, is she saying she's Renee's daughter? He's, yes. She says that she is the product of those two. Oh, I thought it was the barge. Wait. I thought it was the barge. No, this is DeBarge's daughter, allegedly. allegedly. Okay, well, either way, she don't look like, like nary none of them. Because the no. Jacksons have very strong features, and she ain't got no Jackson features. Is she mm-hmm. mentally ill? You know who she looks like? She looks a little bit like Sherry Shepard. Oh, Sherry called me last night. We're friends now. I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> she don't look this like is, Sherry. You know who she looks like? Who? She looks like the girl from a different world with a thyroid problem. Kim. No. Yes, Kim. Was that her name, Kim, yes, on the show? Yes. Okay. I don't know her her name, like her but real name. But either way, this woman is trying it. Yeah, um, you. She needs more people. There's like the thousands. Like Freddie Jackson. I, I, I need. I need. <laughs> those are some of the comments on Hollywood Unlocked. Word up. DNA test is definitely, definitely what's. Gonna First of all, be Janet Jackson her. ain't giving this thing a paternity or paternity That's not test. You better find Janet her. Jackson's daughter. You better find her toothbrush, her hairbrush, something to get some DNA off of it. She looked like she was on an episode of Cops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're just gonna move. She right looked along. like she looked like her name is thyroid you remember, hypertension. You remember Propecia? No. Ooh. You don't remember Propecia the crackhead? No. So suck a little dick, smoke a little crack. I don't know any many crackheads. Okay, it was a viral person. She was a real crackhead, but anyway, go ahead. God, I am so. She she looked like <laughs> she looked like her. she looked like the outcome of the Remy Ma Nicki Minaj beef. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> she looked like where's the beef? I don't know. Some, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot going on with her. <laughs> that's crazy. No, what's crazy is this picture I got of her on Hollywood Unlocked. Anyway, go to Hollywood Unlocked and see it. I saw it, and it's... Shout out to Janet Jackson. She don't look like Janet. She don't look like any part of the DeBarge family. She She don't look like... She needs some cruise control. She... (laughs) Was it cruise control? What was this song? Control. Control. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... Yeah, no, it's... 
she needs more people because she definitely. Is there anybody in the comments who said, "Yeah, this is." There this are is thousands possible? of comments where people are like, "Get the fuck out of here!" There is a comment that <laughs> so there are said. a lot of comments that say, um, "This is Freddie Jackson's daughter." Well, what what they say? More like Randy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Just if you read some of the comments, the you know what I love about Hollywood Unlocked when we go on the Instagram or on Facebook, and we have about I don't know close to five hundred thousand total followers now. When we post, we just live for the comments. Like, we don't give a fuck, per se, about what we post Mm -hmm. other than what people are going to say about it. So if you are listening to this, go to Hollywood Unlocked. Just find everything that moves you to comment. Somebody said, the power of Christ repels thee. Man. (laughs) There's some creative-ass reads. Oh, I saw in the comments, T-Tenders tried to come for you guys. Oh, because when we did interview uh, Alexis Sky? No, because of the stripper um, with the with the fallen ass implants oh. or something oh. like that. They said we stole it. I think so. They I don't say, know if that was listen, you. I don't. I they, thought that might have been a listen. Famous calls the shade room the thief room. Yeah. <laughs> T tenders goes on our shit and says we steal stuff. We all talk about the same, same people. Shit. We right. just have a different perspective than other people we try to be humorous mm-hmm. we try to because i feel like during the day people are at work you're dealing with stress people want to laugh so my role is every you know few posts post something really funny yeah. you know and right. if we find it wherever we find it but if we find it on somebody's page and it's a proper give a credit we give a credit mm-hmm. yeah we, we're one of the few people that tag almost everybody yeah but everything ain't taggable you guys yeah you guys are are really humorous because there's a lot of there's a lot of effed up stuff happening in the world. And there's a lot of like mothers really kind of, I don't know, just treating their offspring like some, like some trash. Like there was the woman that, you know, was in a grocery store with her toddler, walks in with the toddler, leaves on her own and leaves the toddler there. Yeah. Like she's been arrested since then. But like news reports, like somebody found the toddler wandering through. And she said, leave her there. She said, leave her there. And you know. I, now I okay. ain't, parents I, don't I ain't gonna lie. I was I'm not gonna make a joke of that because we post that on Hollywood Lock. But I was one of those kids that you would just take to a flea market and leave too. Because I always, you know, and I was skinny then, but I used to always want to go to McDonald's. Be like, oh, there's a Happy Meal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wanted to do something all the time. Go karting, flea marketing. I was still in flea I was, marketing. Oh, we would go to the flea market because they had um, go karts there. Oh yeah. I couldn't yeah. imagine you as a kid. I just I I can't imagine you. As a you look like a kid when you used to dance when you eat McDonald's. Like you used to be so happy. Well, I used to I got right, no, right. I, no. I used to I used to I used to dance. I was a very ambitious kid, and you know when you start getting older, you start to think back. Like all the fun years seem like they're gone mm-hmm. because there's a certain level of innocence as a kid. Like you can dance, play all day. There's no bills Run for there's no, no reason. There's no expectation of doing anything but staying outside. That's mm-hmm. all my mom used to say. Stay your ass outside. It's <laughs> a fucking pit bull. <laughs> now I'm like, fuck, I'm going to my grandma's house. I go to my grandma's house. Get your ass outside. outside. <laughs> <laughs> go to my aunt's house. Get outside. Go outside. Like, what is that about going outside? I don't know. Is that a black kid kids, thing? Kids don't get out. And, you know, I, I recently rewatched. You ever seen Radio Flyer? Uh-huh. Radio Flyer is, is a great movie, but they're these little kids are just running all day, every day, playing outside. Kids don't play outside no more. That's what I did with my dog yesterday at the park. I took her while I went to go work out. See, and that, I just, I wanted to wear her ass out. That's, that, why, that's why parents are like, go outside. So you go wear my, your ass out and, that's my and go problem. eat and go to bed. I was treated like a dog as a child. <laughs> I was told to go outside repeatedly. So I just started running the streets. Fuck it. You want me outside? And I'm out. Then I started right, running the streets. And then she, my mom would be like, you need to bring your ass home. Oh, mm-hmm. mm. 
So there is an age where you want the kids to stay outside, but then they transition to an age where you don't want them out too late mm-hmm. and they need to come inside. Mm-hmm. Stop confusing kids. Let mm-hmm. them live their motherfucking life. Well, I can't lie. You know, this story is really sad. I don't know if she's suffering from some kind of like mental illness or whatever the case is because she really tried to leave her child. Must but be a badass little kid. I'm I'm just saying, like, didn't didn't it kind of come to mind what black parents do? Like, you act up in a supermarket or something like that, your t- mother will look at you and be like, I'm going to leave your ass right here if you don't settle down. Well, guess what? I had a white mama, and she would be like, bring your little black fucking ass over here. And people would be like, he's mine, he's mine, he's mine. Bring your little black ass over here. I'd be like, bitch, you better stop talking like that up in this motherfucker. <laughs> I know, I know. My mom's white too, so she never said those things. My father would say those things. That's he was, hilarious. He was black as a motherfucker. Shout out to our friend Tommy Lee from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, who's having a hard time right now with her storyline because people are not happy that she's fighting with her mom and like really like squaring off fighting, calling yeah. all kinds yeah. of bitches. Me and my mom had a rough relationship. I'm gonna just tell this quick story real quick. Mm-hmm. I tell you, my mom was Italian, but she t- she acted like she was a black woman. Mm. Until she was mad at my dad. Then she'd be like, I should have never had your black ass with your black ass daddy. Anyway, (laughs) he was married. He was married. She shouldn't have had me with him, Mm -hmm. but that's another story. Thank God that I'm here and all the glory. Um, (laughs) One day I was hanging Christmas lights. Did I tell you the story about the time I was hanging Christmas lights in the kitchen? And she called the police on me? Uh -uh. (laughs) So I had been in a group home. So when you're a group home, there's a difference between a 300 and a 601 or 602. Just for the legal purposes of people out there that are social workers and counselors that are going, oh, I know what that is. They're all happy right now Mm because we'll never talk about this shit. A 300 is when you're a dependent of the court, meaning you're a kid that your family can no longer take care of. So they put you in foster care. So you become a ward of the state. A ward of the state. Mm -hmm. Okay. A 601, 602 is when you're on probation and they have taken you away from your family because you are a risk to the community and they lock you up and put you in a different type of environment. Mm. I was at 300. I was a good kid. Not to say that the kids are. Anyway, so I come home, 300. I ain't never been a 601, a 602. I ain't never been on probation. I had never been a juvenile hall. I'd been in group homes. I come home and we're fighting, fighting, fighting. And so I'm hanging up the lights in the in the kitchen window. We lived upstairs. Mm-hmm. And she tells me, you keep talking shit, I'm going to push your ass through the window. And I'm like, you're going to kill me? Like, who the fuck says that to their child, you know? So I said, and I ain't going to lie, I was a bad kid. Bitch, you push me through this window, and I'm going to kill you. Now, if I go through the window, I'm going to die. So clearly, I'm not going to kill you. Mm -hmm. So she comes and she hits me. I said, okay, you know what? Okay, I got you. You hit me again, I'm going to call the police. So she calls the police Mm -hmm. and says, watch this. She tells them on 911, he just beat me. Please come and help me. He beat me. And then she hangs up the phone. So the police are coming. She's like, "You're taking. I'm sending your ass juvenile hall." So I go in the closet and I say, "Okay, bitch, you want to play?" I take a hanger and I scratch my arm and my face. And when the police come, I go, "She hit me too." They Damn. had us both in handcuffs. Hold on. They had us both in handcuffs, and I and so they left the room. I said, "Bitch, you want to go to jail today?" I was only like 16 years old. She was like, "I fucking hate you." I said, "You dropped the charges. I dropped the charges." She came back. She said, "I'm not going to press any charges." I said, "Me neither." They took them handcuffs off, and when they left the house, she said, "I'm gonna kill your black ass." <laughs> So I say all that to say, Tommy, I feel you, girl. We have Merry Christmas son. and Merry fucking Christmas. Listen, I reached Jesus. out to Tommy, man. I, I had the same, like me and my mother didn't have a great relationship. Last time I talked to my mom, I called her every name in a book Damn. of life dictionary because she wasn't in my life, in and out of my life. Uh, and three days later, she died. Oh. Never got a chance to say, I love you. I'm sorry. Nothing. Even to know she was in the ground till three days after. So I, when I saw Tommy last night, I texted her and I, I was like, yo, I really feel for you because this is some hard shit and she mm. replied and she was like thank you and you know I'm just really trying to show people like this is why I am the way I am mm. and, you know so I, I really take my hat off to Tommy for being able to Share show that. the world yeah. that 
takes that's a le- crazy. Takes a I level of Tommy. vulnerability. And I will say, when my mother was um, dying, because I knew she was get ill and, and getting to, to there, mm-hmm. um, I remember I went to visit her. And the one thing about that I had learned is that I had built up so much animosity that by the time she was dying, it was hard to say, I love you. It was mm-hmm. hard because I was just so like, you know, when you've hated somebody for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so I remember sending her some flowers and, mm-hmm. and the card said, uh, these are long overdue. And she, mm-hmm. So she felt good. And then mm-hmm. I went to see her and then I left and I made sure we moved her to a hospital where my family was. Mm-hmm. So like she was a director of nursing. So but anyway, when she passed, we were able to make amends literally like the day before. Wow. Damn, you lucky we had made brother. amends. You know, it was cool, but it was like. People want just people want to be forgiven. Yeah. So I've learned like you can't even though I don't like when I don't fuck with you I don't fuck with you but I try not to hold grudges. Yeah. Yeah. That's not. I will give any amount of money world to make amends before she passed because that shit still haunt me to this day. So good for you, man. That's kudos to both of you. Mm. I mean, like I don't I don't have that same story with my mom. I just feel like my mom was really like. I feel like my mom observed me my whole life and never said anything to me. Like I had to figure everything out. My father passed away when I was, you know, 15 years old and my mom was 26 when I was born. My dad was 47 Mm. and they'd been dating. Mine about the same. But they'd been dating since my mom was legal, Mm. give or take, you know. So he basically, you know, kind of took her childhood, you know, her like her best years away from her. And it's not like their marriage was like the best marriage. So... You know, when he passed away, my mom was like, sorry to say, hot damn, and rediscovered those years that had been wow. kind of taken from her. And I'm like, hi, hello, you have a 15, 16-year-old daughter. I still need to be raised and shit like that. And so I just felt like I was left up to my own devices, and I developed so much animosity as a result. I did too. So my mother gets cancer um, not too long ago, like maybe, you know, uh, 2007, and her um, radical hysterectomy was scheduled for January 30th, 2008. I'll never forget it because the Giants played Green Bay in the AFC Championship. <laughs> I don't know why that. It just, it, <laughs> I just, it, it, anyways, whatever. I was a huge football fan. Um, I picked a fight with her on the way to the hospital for her to have this massive procedure to remove cancer wow. from her uterus. And I picked this massive fight with her. And she could have died, mm. you know. And I, it took a long time to forgive myself for yeah, that one. But, I, but I, you know, people, when my mom passed. Still hard to be ma- well, mushy sorry. with her, though. When my mom passed, and, the, you know, this show done got deep now. Oh, but sorry, there's guys. people that listen to the show, and you never know what's going to help somebody, <laughs> right? I remember at my mom's funeral, my dad sitting behind me, tapping me on the back and saying, what's your mother's last name? <gasps> and people ask me now, like, what's your relationship with your father? And I'll say, like, I don't have a relationship with him. It's not a bad one or a good one. It's mm-hmm. just he's alive and I'm alive. Mm-hmm. He's in Stockton. I'm in L.A. I got his number. He got mine. But we don't call and check on each other. He mm-hmm. don't. You know, because I feel like even though with my mom and all of our relationship stuff, um, I don't have any regrets for how the relationship was because mm-hmm. there was a lot of experiences that I've had that I've earned over the years. My mother, when I was in a group home, would come and visit me. And I remember wanting to go home with her, but she was addicted to heroin, mm-hmm. which was a really, really strong drug. I mean, mm. it was a really bad drug. And, and I remember saying to her, you know, can I come home today? Can I come? And this was every week. Can I come home today? She used to bring me McDonald's. Now that I think about it, I had a mm-hmm. long history with McDonald's. <laughs> um, but um, I remember her saying when, I, when she said she wasn't taking me home, she said, um, no. And I said, why not? Like, you don't want me to come home. And she said, look, I'm doing the best that I can. And I used to hold her accountable for years mm-hmm. to that as, you know, that's a cop out. You're mm-hmm. a sellout. What do you mm-hmm. mean? You know, because you should 
naturally want to care for your kids more mm-hmm. than you are addicted to a drug. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until years later that I was raising my brother. She had another child. I was mm-hmm. raising my brother from the age of eight to 18. Mm-hmm. And I remember me saying to him, him saying to me one day, I was asking him to do something, mm-hmm. his homework or something. And he said, look, I'm doing the best that I can. Mm-hmm. I had a moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a moment. Because when people tell you they're doing the best that can, they can, even though it's not the best that you would do, mm-hmm. it's the, it, they're telling you this is my limitation. Mm-hmm. I can't do it anymore. So you have to evaluate, okay, my investment, am I going to help this person do better mm-hmm. or am I going to stop investing in this person and mm-hmm. just move the other direction? Mm-hmm. Kind of hard when it's your parent, but, yeah. but I learned that lesson. So when I look at the relationship and even when I quit my career working for the union, making 120000 a year and, and all that. And I said, she said to me, well, what are you doing now? I said, well, I'm going to work with the Kardashians. She was like, <clears throat> the fuck is a Kardashian? Like, <clears throat> you're going to give up this good job? I learned so much in what to do right, what to do wrong, mm-hmm. what I did wrong in parenting, which mm-hmm. is why I ain't ready for a kid right mm-hmm. now. Um, so, yeah, I don't regret anything. I never, when she died, I never sat in regrets. But what I did say to myself when my dad asked me her last name, mm-hmm. which, nigga, you should know her last name. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to hate you. But I'm not going to ever be that mm. where I'm that complacent with bringing children in the world, even if they're outside my marriage or yeah. whatever. Like, I'm never going to be that person. Yeah. And that's another reason why I was always very, you know, conscious about protecting myself from having children, because I watched my mother silently struggle unbeknownst to me. You know, it's hindsight's 2020. And, you know, after speaking to my aunt, um, years, years, years later, years later, like literally like maybe about four years ago is when I discovered how much my mom had really suffered silently after my father passed away. Life insurance policy was non-existent. She left her in debt. And my mom was like forced to like, you know, create a situation where we both survived and where, where I didn't struggle, but she did. She went hungry times where I didn't even know about. And it made me feel even more like a piece of shit, um, you know, because I gave her a really, really hard time. But, you know, it's it just goes to goes to show what people's limitations are and like yeah. doing the best that they can. And when you're you know younger, you're just like, what the fuck does that mean? And we expect our parents to be superhuman. Right. You know, yeah. And yeah, I don't know if I expected my mom to be superhuman. First of all, at 10 years old, you don't understand addiction. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand what heroin yeah. is, does. I remember. Uh, and I'll do this and we'll go to some music. I remember running away from the group home, going to find my mom because she had left. She had went from being a correctional officer, like mm-hmm. taking care of her two kids to living in a motel, prostituting <laughs> and mm-hmm. heroin. Mm-hmm. OK, so like you can. And this is in the 80s, 70, 80s. I remember running away and then getting to the motel, finding her. And she was about to shoot up. Mm-hmm. And she literally just sat right there, tied that thing around her arm, shot up in front of me, passed out with the needle on her arm. Came back, I took, well, I took the needle out of her arm, came mm. back to, called the people to come and get me. Now, I didn't understand that. But what I've learned in the whole experience is that, oh, okay, I'm never going to do hardcore drugs. Right. I said the same thing. And people didn't understand why I just decided to stop drinking for two and a half years out the blue, like wouldn't have one drink at all. Mm. I had gotten so near the point of mm. crossing the line mm-hmm. that I had that I literally woke up one day and said, uh uh-uh, uh, I can't. You used to scare the shit out of me when you drank. My God. <laughs> no, I know. The phone I've calls still... I would get from him. I'd be like, 
Jesus. No, I've had some moments, but I've learned. And even in being promiscuous, whatever, I look mm. at my father. Like, there are still traits of my parents that I do have, my temper, mm. all that. But, uh, you know, I, I don't regret anything because I feel like if I can just stay focused and pay attention to the experiences throughout my life and, like, learn from them as much as I can, mm. I'm not going to be perfect, but at least I learned, like, I've also learned forgiveness. Like, mm. I've learned that in order to let a lot of stuff go, you got to forgive. Mm-hmm. got to forgive. Mm-hmm. Gio is uh, not happy that we didn't film him in his one tear during break. <laughs> Sorry, I was saying he was I'm, having a moment. He this was this was straight for Lee Daniels. But go ahead, have your moment. <laughs> now I was saying that I'm glad that we um really get to show our audience that we have real lives, and yeah, vulnerable situations, and it's hard for me to talk about my mom, mm. but you know, sometimes we not all just laughs and and messy, and <laughs> we and actually we have hearts and we hurt. Well, I was I low key it teared up a little bit. <laughs> Kumbaya. One thing I will say though, my no mom, bitch, she though. had her last hurrah. When she died, she said, because she was dramatic. You no, know, she was a white woman. You don't say. She was a white woman. <laughs> I want my ashes scattered over the ocean. I'm like, okay. So we drive to Petaluma. Mm. And my uncle, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not getting in the water. First of all, it's too cold. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'll get a flu. I'm not going in the water. My sister's like, I'm not getting my hair wet. I'm not going in the water. Mm-hmm. Well, like, you ain't got to be submerged, but whatever. So my uncle, he's a tie. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Okay. So he takes the um, urn and he goes out to scatter the ashes, but there's a wind pushing the wind back this <laughs> oh, way. Oh my God. <laughs> so my mom is partially in the water and partially on land in Petaluma. <laughs> I thought you, you always say, have to check the wind factor I when thought, you're doing that. I that thought you were going to say that they'd come back and no. sprayed you guys. No, but like, face. I don't even know, like, I don't even want, like, you know how you can go to the cemetery to visit a family member? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't, I'm not going to drive all the way about to Petaluma to the spot where we poured the ashes. That's kind of weird, right? No, I feel like them. once you let go of somebody's ashes, you let, there's, you let it go and there's no real point to return to the place because you've kind of let their spirit back into the universe. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's why I'm just like, I'm, I'm not for grave sites and stuff like that because once, you know, generations pass away and forget about this motherfucker, it's just land that's just occupied by bones and a and a box is it wrong to plan out your funeral while you're alive because no you absolutely have to okay because i feel like planning mine like i want to be i just told my attorney the other day i want to do my will but i want to put the program together and the invitation list you should absolutely do that and set the money aside for it so that no you, i'm not paying for it floyd's paying for it oh, how what? about we just get off this topic let's okay, talk about cool. life Sorry. okay well you know what you were talking about all of the things that you know you've gone through as a result of your trials and tribulations as an adult or you know as a child um and you mentioned promiscuity so i have a question for all of you out there for you guys especially your feet um, look nice today by the way thank you. I appreciate that, Gio. They're no a little problem. light-skinned right they now. Are. Just... What was the question? Oh, I just had they was looking nice. <laughs> I, I like um, so there's a study that says that the average person has eight sexual, you know, eight different sexual partners <laughs> in, in a lifetime. At a time? Oh, I laugh oh, at you. <laughs> in, in their lifetime. I laugh at you. Yeah, so I, I'm assuming that You've gone over that number, Gio. Listen, my girl asked me this question one day, and I said, I looked and I said, you really want to know? Did she ask you what's your number? Yeah. And when I told her my number... She you did, know your number? I, I, I told her I lost my number at this number. Wait, <laughs> okay. What what number did you lose your number? It was like 300 something. Mm. I was going to say then I don't feel bad. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, one time I was driving from Northern California <laughs> to L.A., <laughs> No, no, no. I was driving from Northern California to L.A. one time. That's serious. And I said to myself, it was about a five and a half hour ride. And I said to myself, I'm going to count all the people. This is an embarrassing story. <laughs> you forgot. No, I was still counting when we got to L.A. 
Like, oh my and God. I was trying to think of all the names yeah. of people. Mine is well over 300. Only one ST in my life now was for my baby mama. That's crazy, right? But you remember, I toured with all these artists, so you know I'm out there fucking. Mm. Overseas well, pussy, too. I, I wasn't on tour. This was mine in the same Look radius. At her face. I, it's not judgment. It's, I know. It's, it's just absolutely your shock. No, 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 not no, judgment. No, it's just, it's just, just I'm registering shock because I'm just trying to like do the math and yeah. think about like how long you been fucking for? Shit. I lost my virginity like at a, like 12? No, like 14, 15. To an older lady, too. How so are you older? count are you counting all sexual interaction or just straight having sex? Just just straight having sex. So you're not counting like Head and finger that. banging. No, I'm talking about straight, straight. <laughs> no, because I mean, I'm thinking like when I think about the days where I was fucking with girls, there was a few girls that I finger banged. I wouldn't count in my number. No, finger that banging doesn't count. Finger straight sex is so annoying. It's, it's, finger banging does not sex. count. Is finger banging even still something people do these days? Yes, yeah, but you is. gotta remember sometimes, like especially when I was on tour, like being in Japan, Australia, like I'm having sex with the same girl probably about two or three times in a day before I leave a flout or. Sometimes it might be double to play. Like, the tour life is crazy, so it'd be two girls easily that's ready to come back to the hotel. So I'm telling you, I used to keep counting. I, I lost count over 300. I had yeah. sex with twins once and then had them have sex with each other. Oh, Jason. That's so... I feel like I know that That's story. so Jerry Springer, bro. That was so Oakland, California. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, that's my number. When I told my girl that, she looked at me and said... Just don't touch me right now. <laughs> Did she really say that? I'm like, don't ask some shit if you ain't prepared for the truth. No, she was probably thinking about the times that she swallowed and reconsidering her life at that point. <laughs> Not reconsidering her life. I mean, when a motherfucker tell you 300 and they ain't talking about the movie with that big white nigga, like, yeah, there's a problem. What about you, Melissa? I, can, I think I could tell you your number. Go ahead. Would you honestly tell me? 27. Go ahead. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Just looking at me, you're gonna. I'm gonna say against... in your life. We talking about your life. My life. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say 33. Mm. You say 27. You say 33. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 you gotta spit is it, it up. Is it more than that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, don't do that shit. No, I swear to God, I have no idea what my number is. <laughs> what you, what was I it? stopped counting. But and here's the deal: oh. is there wait? But is there anything? I just, I did. I like, don't think. But here's here's what I said. Okay, I went to dinner with Melissa last week. <laughs> oh, cool. Can I tell How them what that? I said? Yes, yes. And not you, not, but, not the details, but but and you can also tell them my facial expression. I got like quiet. So look, I took I took uh, her her to dinner the other night. Well, actually, she paid for it, so she took me to. Dinner. I invited her, but she paid for it, so mm. whatever. So we went to the Mondrian Hotel, oh, and so first my, of all, before I could even sit down with her, this fucking lesbian was trying to eat her pussy, oh right? God. It was just annoying. It was so Somebody annoying. She was really aggressive. Lesbians are so aggressive. And I tell the girl, I said, listen, I'm here to have dinner with my friend. She was like, okay, well, I'll just be a minute. And she just kept talking. I was just like, <laughs> she was but, a butch. but deep down inside, I said, I fuck with her because I'm the same way when it comes to niggas. <laughs> straight boys be like, you know I'm straight. I'm like, listen, we didn't come here to talk about technicalities. We talk here, come to talk about who, what, when, where, and how we going to get it done. That's hilarious. So I'm sitting there talking to Melissa, and I said to her, don't you ever feel like just being a hoe? Just because if, think about it. You have a chance, ladies, to be Melissa Ford, every man's fantasy, and you can get any man you want. And I'm out here and I see these men who are after her, athletes, rappers, entrepreneurs, doctors, gay boys on the low, everybody. <laughs> Would you not just like, because hoes be winning. They do. Wouldn't you just want to be? And she was looking at me like, I can't believe we're having this conversation. Okay. And what's the meat of the story? You know, the honest- so my, well, my point was, 
women are always afraid to be honest about their sexual escapades as if that double standard means anything. I don't feel like, I mean, if a woman says she fucked 100 guys, what's the difference than you saying you fucked 300 girls? My girl told me, she was like, she she was honest with me. She was like, I had my stage. And I was like, and then I looked at it. I, and I hate that it's like that. Mm. It's just but why is it like that? I think we're built like that because with women, it's something going in you. Yeah, we're the receivers. Yeah, so mm-hmm. with guys, it's kind of like we're just like. But most of the time, it's the disease that you're putting in. There. I know, but at the end of the day, like it just, you know, she told me it didn't make me look no different because I'm like, you know, I had. Well, what I was, was her number? She didn't tell me. She just said I had my promiscuous stage. And when a girl say promiscuous stage, she was out there experimenting. And that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like. Well, yeah, I just I mean, asked, I, was was I the biggest and the best you ever had? <laughs> I don't. I just. I don't know. It's it's not a question that I even get into with um with you know a guy that I'm intimate. Really, my concern is when's the last time you were checked? How often do Dang, you get checked? And how deep. often do you use um protection? Message. That's that's what I care about. And how many diseases have you had, or do, do you still have, have them? Do you still have some shit? Right. Like those are the things I want to know. So if you fuck three hundred women, well, you know, I'm not gonna ask that question because I really don't actually want to know the answer. But I want to know is your sexual history in terms of how often do you get your, how much do you protect yourself, how much do that. you respect yourself to that. go to the doctor and find out if you're walking around with some shit. I, I, that's I, that's all I care about this because message I don't was sent to you by so, LA because I don't want sense. anything. So right. the average sexual part, the average amount of sexual partners is eight that's, in a lifetime. That's some that's bullshit. bullshit. That's a fucking lie. I, I, I Who's think, just fucking eight people in a lifetime? I think, I'm sorry. I, I think this your poll, life sucked. Well, I think this poll was done in Mayberry because <laughs> it wasn't was just done about in to LA say County. Some shit like that. Your yeah. life sucked if all you've done is screw eight no, fucking first of all, people. If they only Fuck had that. Eight people, they weren't sucking. <laughs> Nothing was sucking. It was. It sounds. It's, you know what? Let me rephrase that. God bless you if after the third, second, or third time you found, you know, you found the perfect person. You got married to them and mm-hmm. had a long life, and that's all you needed. And God bless you. That is not the you, average story. One thing that I've gotten for being around Floyd is, at least with my father, I didn't understand all the promiscuity, all the kid. Like he had receipts. Like mm. I'm a receipt. Mm. Promiscuity is a word. I thought it was promiscuity. Promiscu. Fuck. 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 Promiscuity is promiscuous. a word. I thought it was promiscuous. Promiscuous is the act of <laughs> sleeping the, with a lot of people. There Promis- is the, there's the root word, and then there <laughs> is... We're, we're not... Okay. This is Go. not University of Pacific Go or Phoenix. <laughs> Promiscuity is a word, my darling. Okay, now back, go on, back your father. The, back to the upturn that we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, my father left a lot of receipts because he yeah. had nine. He had seven kids out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. So there's nine total kids he has, and my mom has two, mm-hmm. three, it's two. So there's eleven of us. Mm-hmm. But um, when I think about like Floyd and the relationship he has with his women, I feel like when you're at that level with Floyd and you can afford it, and everybody can be taken care of, and everybody understands the situation, and it works for everybody, then what's who am I to have Ain't an opinion about? Ain't a damn about? motherfucking mm-hmm. thing wrong with it. I mm-hmm. said to somebody just recently, I said, you know, I wish you could be one of my booze. Mm. And they said to me, what does that mean, being one of your booze? And I said, well, I mean, well, we have our understanding and our relationship, and it works for us, but knowing that you're going to do you and I'm going to do me. Mm-hmm. And I could tell that they were thinking. And I'm at a point now where I'm wondering, like, could I ever be with that one person? Mm-hmm. I don't know, because I kind of feel like in the quest of finding that perfect person, you pass up a lot of 
opportunities to be with somebody that could fill yeah. a need right then that you have. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. Just like in Fences, Troy did it, and his wife said she wanted to try Hi, spoiler alert. Some people haven't seen it. For five if, you if you ain't seen, seen Fences it by, by now. now. Okay, I've, I mean, I've seen the plays. I'm just talking for everybody <laughs> anyway, else. Anyway, but I agree. But I am jumped all down her throat. I'm you sorry. Know? Pause. I'm all, sorry. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Being with one person, it's a, it's a task. Especially when, you know... Forever, though. Forever. Like, do you believe your girl is forever? Ever, ever? Like, do you ever sit down with your girl and say, why is Melissa scared for the answer? <laughs> have you have you had the conversation with your girl like, is this forever? Because you got to go home to her. Because, listen, yeah, let, let me, let me, set, let me set it up. Let me set it up. If I could date somebody who could pay half the bills, mm. sleep with every night, meaning just physically being some having somebody in the bed, because mm. I like to just be with somebody. It doesn't always have to be fucking. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that you can go to the club and hang out with or travel with, mm-hmm. I would be fine with that, mm-hmm. even right. if it wasn't going to be forever. Right. Mm. Like I don't look at. I think the days of looking forever. I don't know. No, for me, we it take it day by day. We just we 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 would like, we have high hopes for things to happen, but we never plan for things to happen. But then that's the question. Like when you're then are you wasting time if you're not planning forever for forever with somebody? Why be with them? Like what like you if mo- it's good if it's good right now and it's looking like it's going to be good tomorrow, then that's all you can really. Pl- you can't plan for anything because you could walk outside right now and get hit by a bus. Say it, and Banks. What, Excuse what, me. <laughs> I parked across the street today. <laughs> So did, that street I. Is a so did I. So did I. And I had a, a vision. I had a vision. I saw myself get hit by a car, and she was in the street. Daisy's here, and I was. I don't know. I listen, took. I took extra care. When I sell crossing Ho- the street today. When I sell Hollywood Unlocked, or when this show gets picked up for syndication, and we all have money, like real money. Let's go places where there's no streets. No, I just feel like <laughs> if I had a hundred million dollars in the bank and I was comfortable, if I was just really financially stable. Could I have a couple situations where everybody was taken care of and everybody got along? I don't think everybody has to sleep together, but mm. you know, would I be in a couple situationships? My girl would not. Oh, I definitely that. would. Would you? Oh yeah. Well, so would I'd you? I have Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. <laughs> Thursday and, and, give my, and give myself a break on. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I could, no, she she wouldn't allow that. Man, no, I'm kidding. All. No, I'm kidding. Very could weird. a woman would, could would. a woman ever publicly do? Could you ever do what Floyd is doing with his girls? Oh, I would do it in a heartbeat. No, but could you do it publicly? Oh. That would be dope because you don't see women do- doing that. Like, could you dope. go out one day with French Montana, the next day with ASAP Rocky, the next day with David McIntosh? But no, nah, it's different now, because his thing. girls no, aren't he, famous, no, aren't celebrities. That, that took the words right out of yeah. my mouth. I would not choose any, but I would. Pick you would it. have to be the star, and they would have to be guys. the it, it supporting even, cast. It, it wouldn't even be be about stardom. It would just be like know your position. Yeah, just know your position, and I would definitely have uh, the hot normal guy. I would. Mm, it would be fun choosing. You have David. You have. Excuse Curtis. the fuck out of me. You have okay. Uh, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're hilarious. Shut Wait, up. Who was the last person? Sunjata. What's his name? Daniel. Daniel Sunjata. <laughs> we forgot about him. And you know, randomly, I get tweets at time to say, "Did y'all talk to San- Daniel Sunjata yet?" Be like, nah. No, 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 no. Is his show still on there? Okay. I Anyways, seen it, man. I don't know. Who cares? Um, no. And just to clarify, my trainer Curtis is just my trainer. He is a very good friend, and that they is say it. He just so trainer. if he just moved just here, my trainer. so if he just moved here, he don't have a girlfriend. Um, no, he broke up with his girlfriend oh, like earlier this out. year. Oh. Let me text him right now. 
I was checking out his Instagram. He's, his he's, really he's definitely getting a lot of offers because he's fresh meat here in, in L.A. Uh, Gio, what were you just saying at break? <laughs> Gio just told us to go watch his movie on Hulu, and I don't have a Hulu subscription. I've never heard of Hulu. <laughs> anyway, anybody I'll watching. I'll get a subscription just to watch anybody it. Anybody watching, go. If you have Hulu, I have a movie on there that I'm lead in called Restored Me with Bill Duke, Malik Yoba, Gary Owen. It's called Restore we, Me. Restored Me. Restored? restored? Past tense. Restored Me. Uh, Restored. Okay. Ed. Well, first of all, let me say before I say anything negative, congratulations Wait, on all the work that you're you. doing because thank you yes. really are out yes. here working. Thank yes. you. And I will say that it's a, you know when you're following your passion, your dreams, and whether it starts off as dancing, involving acting, and whatever mm. filming, directing, all that, like it takes a lot to get up yeah. every day and go after it. It yeah. does. And I was only going to just just pick it back to what you were saying during break about how you didn't think you would be able to cry, yeah. and Megan said you'd be surprised. Like yeah. this was one emotional roller coaster of a role for me. Like really. Tears, crying. First day of shooting, I had this crazy scene where I'm like, "Damn, man! I know I've been acting a long time, but I always been one of those actors that was couldn't. I was wondering if I can go there. Mm -hmm. And brother, like she said, I I don't know how. But how do you cry? How do you make yourself? I mean, like if I was to sit and think about my brother or talk about my brother, I guess I could get emotional or get in that space. I I thought about my mom. I thought about my daughter. I thought about how my daughter's mother really doesn't believe in what I'm trying to do. She doesn't support what I'm trying to do. She doesn't think I'm going to succeed, and that just got infuriated, and that actually helped me prepare for that scene. Yeah, I mean, you can use, like, past mm-hmm. experiences to, you know, try to get the emotional reaction that is required, but then also the context, like, you know, like, the, the content of what it is that you're saying, like, you invest in the words, like, you know what I'm but saying? But see, I have this thing, even with love like and hip hop, emotional- when, the, when mm-hmm. the cameras come on, I get yeah. really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I get really self-conscious. I start thinking about where the camera... <laughs> where the cameras are, I start thinking of like you How know. You look, right. but now I can get angry on camera mm-hmm. easily because loving hip hop, like I'm just I pop myself. Maybe that's what it is. I had a scene one time with Fizz where I thought he was going to attack me, mm-hmm. and I had pumped myself up so much that mm-hmm. I was really angry. But yeah, to the point to where mm-hmm. I had to calm myself down before yeah. I could even shoot. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, when you know you're going to be shooting a scene that is going to require a specific emotional reaction, then you are psyching yourself up for it. Like I, I did a production with um, Keith Robinson. Mm-hmm. Um, From Dream Girls. Yeah. And he, you know, we were in a relationship and it was a, it was a play, but shot like a movie. And, um, Lynn Whitfield was in it as well. My God, bow down. She's just no, freaking I love, amazing. I, I get her on the show. Yes. Lynn Whitfield. Like I no, I love, can you get her? I love yeah, her I get her on the show. No, I get her because I love Seriously. Lynn. Yeah, I love I, I I absolutely love her. And um, so it was. I was required to. It was a guy that just wasn't invested in me anymore, and I was not happy about it because I was an accomplished woman and I had everything going for me, and I just you know he he wanted somebody else, and I just had to have a very you know strong emotional reaction to it. You know, you feed off of past experiences and stuff like that, but also the material itself was, you know, it was it was it was it was difficult words to say. Mm-hmm. So they can it, it it's double pronged, I think. You know, so I feel like you might be good at it because you know it could be cathartic for you because yeah. even though you've dealt with a lot of stuff that has happened yeah. in your life, I think that there's times where it still comes back and sure. it affects you and haunts you. I at mean, times. if I plug into like how I really feel about. <laughs> stuff that mm-hmm. I care about outside of work. Like, yeah, I mean, I can get emotional, but it's just like... He was trying to no, feel on my feet. No, he was my, trying to feel but on it, my listen, fucking Listen, but I, but I do feel like like when you're acting and you have director, producer, camera operator, sound person, uh, like, it can make it's you just, really yeah. difficult yeah. to get in 
to that emotion. And not mentioning I've done a take sex scene on, on, in, with a whole room full of but people. You, what movie was this? I ain't telling you it never came out. But I did. <laughs> but but my point of it, when Megan was there, her acting coach was there, and she was like, "Here's my number. If you're serious about it, mm. come wow. meet with me and like let me see. Let's let's work and let's see." She said, "It's really all about." Um, developing the craft and really just get, staying true to it. And if you're like anybody who is, when you're focused on something, you get it done, you'll be successful. I'm like, well, shit, if once I decide I really want to do something, mm-hmm. I really do go mm-hmm. hard. Mm. <laughs> Sidebar, I would really rather just like cry and just like have like this harrowing, you know, just like, you know, tears, snot kind of situation on camera rather than sex scenes. God, yeah, because you're playing awful. opposite of what you're used to. I literally had like nipple covers on, nude nipple covers, Ay. and like a thong. Ay. Like not even the full thong, just like the crotch part yeah. taped to me. Yeah. And then I why had, are you feeding this pedophile? Pedophile. <laughs> 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 and then I had to act like I was riding somebody and making all this noise. What movie? We need to put. No, we gonna find I'll, that. I did, I did a sex this. scene in a movie called Hashtag Love Swag, and Nate. That's his, it was it, called Hashtag Love hashtag, Swag. Hashtag Love Swag. We won 15 independent film festivals. <clears throat> So okay. Is that with that Hulu? said, it's on he, he um, Netflix. He cut you off before you could even talk shit. So yeah, <laughs> she had the girl had the front crotch thing going, and we had to simulate sex. And it, it, I told her, I'm sorry if I do. I'm sorry if I don't. Yeah, I wrote his his actual leg so that I wouldn't be on top of. And I had a sock on my Peter. Yes, yes, yes. He had a sock too. Huh. I'm annoyed. It was, it was highly, I'm annoyed by both highly. stories. Were you attracted to him? <laughs> no. Okay, good. He was really cool, though. Okay, He so, was very famous, too. Damn. Okay, was it Daniel Sujata? No, it was not. No, it was Would not. you ride Daniel Sujata's leg? N- no, not after the stunt he pulled. <laughs> Asshole. All right, well, give me his number. Okay, listen. I will. So I will actually okay, give, give you his number. <laughs> so we're on our way out. Before we go out, there was a news, a story that broke yesterday in the news that was uh, really, really, um, it affected me. It actually affected my whole day. Yesterday, I ended my day early and I needed to go and just relax because I feel like the world is crazy and mm-hmm. there's so many bad things happening to good people. Mm. Shout out to my friend, uh, Ricky Anderson. People may be like, who the fuck is that? TMZ and everybody was referring to him yesterday as Kanye West cousin. And mm-hmm. I really think it's fucked up, but I understand that you have to do that. So it's people an know. identifier. Yeah. yeah. But, and it will lead, it will be big news because it's a story related to Kanye West, so even I wanna, though it's indirect. So I want to talk a little bit about Ricky. So Ricky is a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Ricky is one of those guys that has always been supportive of me, whatever I'm doing, been there. I talked about this when New York was here, Tiffany Pollard. Mm -hmm. Ricky is like Tiffany. Like if I needed somebody to talk to, if I was having a birthday party, need a friends there. um, I'm going to tell a funny story at the end. But but Ricky was is just a really cool guy. And Mm -hmm. so he's Kanye's cousin. When Kanye was in an accident and it broke his jaw, Ricky was the guy who nursed him back to health. Mm-hmm. So when Kanye got on, Kanye brought him on as an assistant, mm-hmm. and then he traveled the world, assisted him. Then he uh, then he, he discovered Hit Boy, who was already doing his thing, and mm-hmm. he got Hit Boy signed to, uh, good, music. Kind, to good Music, mm-hmm. and then Niggas in Paris and all of mm-hmm. that came out, so Ricky was a big part of that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, when Kanye um, and Kim got together, you know, they started to develop a family. So Ricky started doing other things and he started developing his family. Mm-hmm. Um, Ricky was so excited he had this baby. And I remember before, even though Ricky wasn't like a player per se, uh, he was always respectful of women. Mm-hmm. Quick story. He mm-hmm. calls me one day and says, yo, bro, if you got a girl in New York that I can hang out with, let me know. Mm-hmm. So I send this girl to go to dinner with him and she goes in the bathroom and she calls me. She's like, what the fuck did you do to me? I'm like, what's going on? She was like, I'm at dinner with this guy that you introduced me to. And uh, 
Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, Jay-Z, and Beyonce are at dinner. I'm like, well, shit, bitch. I put you on. Have a good time. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he had this baby, slowed all the way down, went back to work with Kanye, but just slowed all the way down and really like on Instagram and Snapchat every day with his baby. Mm -hmm. Baby that passed away yesterday in his sleep. Mm. One years old. Um, I mean, just like it was one of those things that I woke up to and it just, I didn't understand how a one-year-old just dies in their sleep and I don't understand why that had to happen to Ricky because he is such a good person, mm. you know? So I reached out to him yesterday and, um, you know, I read all the messages, his mom on Facebook and everything. And it was just really sad. And the, he's been posting videos since of the kid, just yeah. videos of the kid laughing and playing and just, it's just a really, so let me be clear. It, the, the son passed away from Sid right now. SIDS. I, I, SIDS. Mm-hmm. Can you familiarize me with that? Sudden again? infant yeah, death, death syndrome. syndrome. Mm-hmm. Now is that when the baby can't, that's not like when something no, suffocates. No, it's, it's the the baby just, just dies, dies, just dies, and it's 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 an un, it's unexplained. Doctors don't know the cause of it, and usually it happens um, between um, zero and one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. It's the end. It, yeah, exactly. Listen, it peaks oh. around ages two to four months, um, but there's no cause there's no explanation it's not like the baby asphyxiated cheese louise Get it together. when i believe the baby was 17 months oh my wow God. Then so that's, that's a long yeah. time like the emotional investment and so i just want to say to ricky like keep your head up bro you're a good dude and um yeah yeah man god bless you man mm-hmm. I, I mean that, that that heart my heart goes out to like my boy aj Mm-hmm. He lost his daughter, car crash, three months old. Who's AJ? Mm-hmm. He's a pro, uh, promoter for the Supreme Team. AJ. Yeah, AJ, you know when you see him, but he, okay. he just put his daughter in the ground um, like two weeks ago, three yeah. months old. So, man, I can't well, they imagine. Well, they say the African-American kids are uh, twice as likely to die from SIDS mm. in actuality. So, I don't, I, I don't know what the correlation is. Like, I've Googled it before, and it just doesn't. They just say that there's preventative measures like, you know, always have your baby sleep on its back. Um, Don't put toys or blankets in the crib. Um, Don't, you know, allow them. So allow them to use a pacifier at sleep time. Mm -hmm. Do try to swaddle your child. Don't put Mm -hmm. your baby to sleep on its side. But I mean, still, there's just no cause. Well, listen to all the people out there that have children or that have had children that they've (laughs) lost or have children that they are caring for now. Like just... I don't know. Yeah. Sending love to all of you. I don't, I don't really know what to say. I don't, I just never understand when kids die, you know, back home in Stockton, this uh, three-year-old was shot in the chest and died. I'm like, really? In a drive-by. It was yeah. just, anyway, so shout out to Ricky, shout out to Kanye West and their whole family. Mm-hmm. And um, we're sending our prayers to you. So Definitely. tomorrow we have Amina Butterfly. Yes. I'm excited. Amina, 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 Amina. Is she still preggers? We'll ask her tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye everybody. Bye.